Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Self. This episode is for my ladies and gentlemen, and this is something that I'm super excited to talk about. I asked you on my Instagram what you would like to hear me talk about, and without further ado, Today we're going to talk about how trauma shows up in your sex life, and this is for men and women alike. So if you haven't already, make sure if you're on Instagram to check out that trauma highlight. There's a lot of information in there, as well as going back and listening to any episodes that have the word trauma as a headline. When it comes to trauma, what's really important to understand is like, while everyone in the world is throwing the word trauma and healing trauma around... I really feel like that's become popular in the last year, especially post-COVID. And, you know, I I hear people talking about healing your trauma. When I talk about healing your trauma, I've been doing this well before it became trendy. And I'm actually healing trauma, like getting to the fucking root. So when you're just journaling, that's not healing any trauma because trauma lies in your body. Mindset work does not heal any trauma reason why while you hold memories and they can be traumatic memories while you hold them in your mind which is good for mindset work you actually hold the energetic hangover from the trauma in your body so that's what gets triggered every single time having the anxiety your nervous system to go berserk or for you to get frozen in or in a fight or flight mode that is happening from the trauma being triggered in your body. So just to preface, when I'm talking about trauma, I'm not talking about it in a trendy way. I'm talking about it in a fucking scientific biological side of trauma, which is what I deal with. And that is juicy. So when it comes to what is trauma, trauma is just an energetic violation that has caused an energetic hangover. When you have something traumatic happen, you basically have this energetic violation to your body and your body feels violated energetically and obviously it can be physical as well, but you have this aftermath and this continuous energetic, I'm going to fucking say the word hangover again. And it stays in your body and that continuously gets triggered when something activates and triggers that trauma. So your body reacts as though that traumatic situation, that traumatic event that first happened is happening again, even when it's not. And this is why people can get really frustrated with themselves because they're like, I understand what I should be doing, but it's not working. I'm reading, I'm listening to your podcast, but I can't make the feeling go away. I still feel frozen. And even breath work, it's not about breathing. It's not about understanding it. Like, yeah, all those things are really important, but it's actually about your body no longer having that energetic violation memory, hangover, whatever you want to call it in your body anymore. Hence, 
somatic work, which is why you work with me one-on-one. So today we're going to talk about how trauma shows up in your sex life specifically. So I want to give a special shout out to all the men that are listening with men. All that comes out with a man's sexual issue is that they always want sex, porn addiction, like a lot of male sexuality and male sensuality and just sex in general for men is talked about in a very shameful way and that creates trauma. That alone creates trauma. So what I want you to understand going into this is that men do have sexual trauma. It is not talked about as much because... And the reason I know this is because I have male clients and I've been told this more times than I can count. But the reason it's not talked about is because because they are a man, they feel it shouldn't be talked about. So because they're not a woman, they're not allowed to talk about it. They're not to be complaining about it because they're a man, right? And I just want to call bullshit to this because they do know what it's like to be traumatized and it does affect them. And honestly... I almost see sexual trauma with men worse than women. It actually affects men worse because they feel like they're not allowed to talk about it and they feel like they're not allowed to have any kind of repercussions in regards to like not have sexual trauma from it because they're a man, if that makes sense. And they feel like, oh, you're a man. You don't get sexual trauma. You don't get it as bad as women, if that makes sense. So when it comes to sex, what I want you to understand is when you have trauma stuck in your body, it heavily presents, it heavily prevents you from being open and vulnerable and having the sense of safety in your life. What then happens is obviously with sex and intimacy, which are two separate things and relationships, romantic and platonic relationships, It causes you to not feel safe to be open, vulnerable, energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally, because your body goes into red alert and any sign of danger. If you are to be vulnerable or you are to be open with someone, that means you have to let down your guard because you can't be on watch and in high alert like danger, danger, you can't be in that state and also having a heart to heart with someone. Those are opposing energies. It just doesn't work. So for a man or a woman, they cannot be open energetically, physically, emotionally, mentally if they have trauma because their trauma is going to keep their brain in a danger, danger alert zone. And... I'm actually simplifying this for you, but basically what happens is like when you have a traumatic incident, it's all about your brain. You're subconsciously always in a fight or flight response if you don't know. So you're always on this red alert and it will, it'll inhibit you from relaxing into your body because you're always in this like, I have to protect myself state. So when you look at anyone who's been in the military, um, So like if you've ever dated someone or you know someone who's, you know, been in the military, they will always sit at a table where they can see all the tables because their body and their mind has been so heavily traumatized that they need to be in red alert and always see and know what's going on. So how this prevents all of us 
from having the best sex life is in order for you to have amazing sex, you have to be out of your head and in your body. You have to let go. You have to be in flow. You have to feel. You can't feel when you are heavily traumatized. It's just not possible. So when we have trauma, one of the coping mechanisms is that we shut down our ability to have this self-sensing. We shut down that part of our brain that feels a lot of sensation. This is a good thing because we then don't feel so many bad sensations. However, it also prevents us from keeping good sensations coming in. So when we're having sex, this part of our brain, because it's been shut down, we don't feel because of that heavy amount of trauma and pain. So we can't feel a heavy amount of pleasure because pain and pleasure are on a spectrum. In order for you to feel pleasure, you have to have felt through your pain to get rid of it. If you have shut down your body and numbed out, which is a very, like, very common thing for people who have heavy trauma is like to detach. Um, a very common, fuck, I lost my train of thought. A common response and repercussion, let's say, of trauma is for you to be detached and numbed out. Insects, in the world, all that. Like you're not that excited, you don't get that upset, you don't feel a lot. Which is why people often say when they heal their trauma, it feels like the world has more color to it. And when someone says that, it's because the part of their brain that shut everything off and out is not in red alert anymore. So they can feel more and their senses are more active. That causes you to have more feelings so sex becomes better, if that makes sense. The detachment or avoidance actually affects your sex and intimacy with people, romantic or platonic, because then you can't feel people as well. You can't feel your emotions as well. And that's why it can be really hard to relate to someone if you're in a relationship with someone or something. Like, it's very hard to relate to someone who has a lot of trauma because you feel like you just can't get into them. And the truth is you can't. You just can't get into them because they're like, this (laughs) and they're not doing anything wrong they're not trying to do it that's just their biology trying to keep them safe so also a caveat to this is that if any of you are like fuck this is me I just want you to know your body's not doing anything wrong this is the right thing to do this is your body working as it should because we know how to protect ourselves obviously the issue is Obviously, the issue is like you don't always want to be protecting yourself. You don't need to because hopefully the trauma is no longer in front of you. And if it is, then you need to remove yourself from that situation. But your body's not doing anything wrong by doing this, but you do need to fix it. That's what you need to take responsibility for. And having a coach or healer helps because then you have an accountability partner. So mm, what was I going to say? The next thing I want to mention is that humans are naturally wired to be a little on guard because of the caveman days. If you were a little on guard, you would see a predator coming and you would not be killed, right? So when it comes to relationships, 
you don't want to be too on guard because then you can be anxious or just anal and be very in your head. And we all know nothing good happens with sex when you're in your head. Unless you're like dirty talking and imagining something and having phone sex, I guess. But nothing good happens from being in your head when you're having sex. Because the sensations from sex happen in your body. So humans are on guard, full stop. So when you're having sex with your partner and you have this concern that they've like cheated on you, you're not going to be able to focus because we're naturally on guard and we are naturally wired to be looking out for danger. Doesn't mean you're a control freak or a fucking psycho. It means you're human. Problem is couple that with unhealed trauma and you have a recipe for disaster. So in order for us to be nurturing, have sex, our brain needs to turn off our defense mechanism and your brain can't turn that off and relax and enjoy when you've had this trauma because your brain is being forced into red alert all the time. Your brain literally changes after a traumatic situation. So it's harder for you to be relaxed when you like, it's actually fucking impossible for you to be relaxed when you constantly have this fight or flight response going on in your body. And what I want to preface this fight or flight response, you're not going to be aware of. It's very subconscious. So unless you're heavily intuitive, you won't know. I can feel it for myself because of the work I do. But also, a lot of times I have clients and I automatically know, like, okay, this person's going to have to come in and see me again because that's just where they're at right now. So, and we also release that stuff during the session. But, I mean, it's not like one session is going to clear up all the fucking trauma from, like, 20, 30 years, you know? But if you don't know, if you're in fight or flight subconsciously, you're like, oh, no, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. I'm not in fight or flight mode, whatever, right? And when a lot of people tell me, like, I'm not stressed, I don't believe them. Because most of the time, the stress that you need to be the most aware of, as in to fix, is the subconscious stress that you're not aware of and that you can't see. So the people that see your shadows are the people that are outside of yourself. The reason it's in your subconscious is because it doesn't want to be seen. I can see your subconscious things because I am solving you like a jigsaw puzzle in a good way. Not like you're a number to me. But you're not going to want to see your own subconscious things. We don't want to see our ugly sides. Unless you've done enough work where you're like, I fucking love my ugly side. Like for me personally, I love seeing my ugly side. Just lay it on me, you know? But... We don't want to see our ugly side. We don't want to see that side of us. The side that needs fixing, right? Especially in the age of social media, where everyone wants to be perfect. And in that perfectionist hunt, we know how imperfect we are. And we don't want to face that. It's like our imperfections have become bigger and uglier because of social media. So a lot of people just don't want to know their shit. That seems too big, too ugly, too imperfect. But that's the thing that's going to free you the most. It's only ugly because it's not healed. But as soon as it's gone and it no longer runs the show, 
it's literally no longer a part of you. Like, for me, for example, what's a personality downfall for you? Is like, honestly, I'm really impatient. <laughs> but sometimes I don't see that as a downfall because to me, it's just like, I know what I want and I want it now. You know, like, and that's just me because it helps me to get shit done. So if you're afraid of seeing your trauma, your ugly side, you know, like, and one of the common reasons why we are afraid is because your ego is striving for perfectionism, but that's the same exact reason why you're not happy. Damn. That was so good. That is so fucking good. Make note of that. Make note of what I just said. The next thing I want to mention is that when you have a lot of trauma, you're hyper aware of everything. So there's a scale of trauma, right? You might think I have no trauma. Bitch, I have trauma. Just because you don't see someone get murdered or whatever, we all have trauma. All of us. I grew up in I, in ideal childhood, my parents are still together. I thought I had no trauma. But holy shit, I had a lot of trauma. I suppressed a lot. I kind of idolized it all. So everyone has trauma. Your trauma, whatever level of trauma that is, it causes you to be hyper aware of things. And if you're hyper aware of things, it also stops you from being able to be in your body and relax you start nitpicking. Um, is my partner getting enough pleasure? Am I doing this right? Do I look good? You just start to nitpick. And what happens is, you know, it gives you a softy and the opposite happens of like what you desire. You're so focused on, you're so focused on like, I want to be good in bed that you end up being bad in bed, right? Like that's what people say when they're drunk or have a one night stand. It's like, Like, when you have a one-night stand or you have drunk sex, that's, like, quote, best sex because you completely let go. But you can't really let go because your past has been wiring your brain to be overly worried. So you think that is gone, but it's not. So we need to fix the hyper-awareness of everything. That's what I'm trying to get at. And the last thing that I really want to hone in on is that in order for someone to have a deep level of connection and intimacy with someone, whether it's intimate conversation, vulnerability, sleeping with someone that, you know, even if you're fucking sober, whatever, it requires you as a person to experience a mobilization without fear. Basically, completely letting go, being immobile without fear. So for example... If you're a woman listening to this, the thought of you being choked, for example, and you being very submissive, you might be like, fuck no, absolutely not. You might label it as something like, oh, that's abusive, whatever, right? Whatever that label is, that label is not the truth of the situation. That label is I can't be in that situation without my whole body going into fear, which tells me you can't let go because of your trauma combined with (laughs) need a lot of work in like being embodied with your boundaries. If you need help with boundaries, I have a masterclass on that. So make sure to go check out bloomshakti.com for that because it includes everything and then some you need 
to like get through your boundary shit to become a boundary queen. You want to be empoweredly submissive, ladies. You want to be in that space and you're feminine. So anyone who has trauma will not be responsive to traditional talk therapy. Because when you're trying to connect to a trauma, you don't remember all of it. So you can't explain all of it. You might have chunks of memory or sensations, but you can't explain it. Talk therapy is like talking through it and you can't really do it because you don't even fucking know fully what happened. You can't describe the sensations. And a lot of times people break down. They can't even like talk through it. And this is a really important thing that I want you guys to understand is like you don't need to talk through your trauma in order to heal it. If you're healing your trauma, then yeah, of course you can like talk and understand it in order to heal it. But in order to actually heal your trauma, you don't need to be able to remember it. You don't even need to be able to tell me a situation. Like that's what going and having a one-on-one with me is like, we don't have to talk about it at all. You don't have to mention a single thing because it's going to come up during the session. And then I email all that information to you. Basically, when you have a traumatic situation, your memory is fragmented because what happens in a traumatic scenario when there's all this adrenaline pumping through your body is the part of your brain that is responsible for your memory actually shuts off for two reasons. One, when you're in fight or flight, your memory is not vital to your survival. Your heartbeat, your lungs are, your liver is, your extremities are right? So arms and legs are needed for your survival and your brain is, but your brain is not. So when you're in a fight or flight response, blood gets diverted to parts of your body that it's needed and away from where it's not needed. So that's why when you have too much trauma, your period might be late or whatever it is because you don't need to make a baby right now. So the blood is diverted away. So One of the parts of our body where it's not needed is definitely like sexual reproductive system. And that's actually what is happening in our modern day world is blood isn't going to our memory. And also, we know we don't want to remember things. Why would we want to remember the pain of being attacked by like a saber tooth tiger? We're wired not to remember it because... What would happen is we would never go out and hunt again or gather our berries for our children, right? Think back caveman days. Because we would be so scared of being attacked by a saber-toothed tiger again. So it's very purposely done. But what it also means is if you're going to therapy where they're asking you to require every little, like, fucking detail, it's not going to work. You want to do somatic work. Because... Your body remembers even when your mind can't explain it. And I also want to take this episode to make you guys realize that, you know, things actually inhibit men more because they're the givers. Like if he's working hard and he has to come home and give to you, he's going to have like no resources to give, right? Whereas us on feminine beings, after a big day at work, I'm like, fuck me now like I want to be fucked I just surrender a lie fuck me like give me energy I will receive you give but if they've been giving all day and they're burned out from work or they're stressed or in their head then they're like I can't give to you right now 
And because men are so committal, they're not going to go half-ass. Like, oh, I'll just do a half-ass job. They're just like, I can't commit to giving you amazing sex, so I'm not going to give it to you. And they do it from this place of love for you. But because women are so uncommittal in nature, we're just like, give us a half-ass job. And they're like, no, right? So that's totally like a whole other podcast right there that I want to talk about on, you know, like sex and men. Also, earlier this week, I had a session in which a client was talking about disassociation and feeling nothing. So feeling nothing is your senses are turned on. You're aware of what's going on. You're feeling, but you're like, I don't feel any emotional response. Disassociation is feeling numbed out. means you cannot feel your senses at all. The disassociation is you're still traumatized by it, but if you were in a memory, you could feel things in the memory, but you don't have an emotional reaction to the trauma. So that's two different things. Ladies and gentlemen, I would be really grateful if you could leave a review for my podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can literally do it while you're listening to this, taking a shit. Like, it's a value exchange, and I would really appreciate it. Please, like, it'll take 30 minutes out of your day. It could be three fucking words. You know, like, it takes me time to actually record all this and provide all this information, so... 30 seconds of your time would be greatly appreciated. I hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on Instagram, Bloom Shakti. Help me to live my purpose, adding value to others' lives. To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.